How do we talk to our children about the C word? No, no, not that one. Christmas. This is episode number 56 of the Raising Mums podcast. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Christmas, for a lot of people, is a really special and joyful time. But for a lot of other people, it is a difficult and stressful time. If you choose not to celebrate Christmas, for whatever reason that might be, this time of the year can be a real challenge, especially when talking about it with your children. So in today's episode, I want to go through a few ways that you can teach your children about the prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, during this festive time. Now, if your children are at school, if they watch mainstream media, they may be picking up things from exposure to the Christian narrative, from the things that are on the TV that just don't align with our Islamic tradition. Now, some of them are not very serious. A slight mix-up in the different stories isn't the end of the world. But some of uh, those misunderstandings can actually take your children out of the fold of Islam and could be considered kufr. So things like if your children think that, you know, that Jesus is the Son of God, or if they believe, conversely, that Jesus has nothing to do with Islam. Both of those beliefs would actually be considered disbelief. And so it's so important during this time where everyone's talking about Christmas, where there's a lot of talk about Jesus, that our children understand the true story of the prophet Jesus. Having these valuable conversations with our children is a way to reduce the confusion they might feel and help them to feel more confident in themselves, in their beliefs and in their Islamic heritage and Islamic identity. The problem is if we do not have these conversations with our children, if we don't make an effort to teach our kids about Jesus, about Isa, peace be upon him, If we say nothing, then essentially what we're doing is we are allowing society, allowing the culture around us to educate our children. And that is just a very dangerous route to take. So let's get into some of the ways you can teach your children about Prophet Jesus. You'll notice in some of the resources that I suggest, there are no, none of these typical Uh, resources that you might find. No school books, no comprehension exercises, um, no lap books. And that's just because we don't homeschool that way. But if you do, head over to Pinterest and search for that kind of thing. And there's a whole plethora of those types of resources there for you. But I encourage you to stay tuned, stay listening, because I've got some really excellent ideas to share with you today. So of course, the first place to start in teaching your children the true story of Prophet Isa al-Islam is with telling them the story. If you know this yourself, then I think it's always nice to be able to tell it from heart. If you feel confident in it, then it doesn't have to be anything spectacular to look at. It can just be you all sitting around the table after dinner or sitting on the sofa, um, you know, after you've all got ready in the morning or whatever it is, and just you telling them the story of Prophet Isa. If you are not comfortable or confident 
in that story, then I do have a book suggestion for you. I really like the book, The Great Miracle, The Story of Prophet Isa by Iqbal Azami. And you can find that on Amazon and I will leave the link for that in the show notes. Um, that is a lovely book, really well written, beautiful illustrations. Um, and I would recommend that one. Another place to go is if you don't feel confident reading aloud, or maybe your children just don't sit lo- sit still for long enough, then consider audiobooks. I've been a big fan of Mirage Audio for a really long time. They have an app called Mirage Stories. On that app, there are, I gosh, I don't know how many, but there are so many audiobooks, interactive books, as well as games uh, and other things that teach your children about different aspects of Islam. On that app itself, I had a little look yesterday, there are three different audiobooks about Prophet Isa or about uh, Mary, peace be upon her. So that's another great way to start. We're probably going to be using the audiobook called Stories from the Quran and selecting the stories about Maryam and um, Isa from there. So that is another way of doing it. Use audiobooks. If you are interested in looking into that app, Mirage Stories, they have kindly offered my listeners a 30% discount. Uh, so I'll leave the link for that in the show notes and you'll get 30% off when you buy the app. Uh, it's fantastic. We've used it for absolutely years. Uh, and this is just another way that you can use it with your children. So while your children are listening to you read or listening to the audiobook about the Prophet Isa, they can actually be doing something as well to help them with that learning. Now, something that I really enjoy doing with my children is map work. You can have your children look in a map and find Bethlehem. Now, from our tradition, we know that uh, that Maryam gave birth to Prophet Isa um, outside of Bethlehem under a date palm tree. So your children can have a look and find Bethlehem. We also know that the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, on his night journey, he also stopped in Bethlehem on his way to Jerusalem. So these are, you know, we can bring that into the learning as well. Now, if, if, if looking through an atlas might be disturbing or distracting during the read aloud, you could always do that afterwards or before. Another thing we like to use are map outlines. So these are literally blank maps with nothing marked on them. And then your child will go in and mark off, for example, Mecca, Medina, Bethlehem, Jerusalem. And so it gives them a sense of place and gives that story more meaning. Um, and I will leave a link for you uh, in the show notes to this episode where you can find some free outline maps online. Something for older children in particular that they might enjoy is looking at the names that Prophet Isa was given in the Quran. He's given many more names uh, than I realized, to be perfectly honest with you, and it's fascinating to read all the different names that he was given. And so your children could write those out in English, write them out in Arabic, you know, decorate them, use it as handwriting practice. Um, you could use those those names and you know create some kind of poster if that's the kind of thing you like to do. And again, I'll leave a link for where you can find all the different names that Prophet Isa is referred to in the Quran in the show notes. And if your children are a little bit younger, they need some help with the handwriting, if they need some help writing out the names of the Prophet Isa, then there is also a website where you can create your own handwriting worksheets for free. Um, and I will leave the link again for that in the show notes. 
what I particularly like about that idea of, of learning the names of Prophet Isa is that it, it sparks a conversation. You know, you can start talking about what does that name mean? Why is it like that? Who does that remind you of? What sort of qualities does that name mean and, and invoke in you? It, it creates a real conversation in the family, which is what you need when you're learning about something like this. If you want your children to form a relationship with Jesus from an Islamic perspective and in a way that aligns with our beliefs, then conversation really is key. And I think learning the names or at least becoming a little bit familiar with them is one way of doing that. Another thing that you could be doing with your children to bring relevancy to the story of Isa and, and make it more meaningful to them is to get your book of centuries out. A book of centuries is a timeline within a notebook. So instead of having a timeline across the walls of your home or your classroom, you have it contained within a notebook. And we recently published our own book of centuries that was made specifically for the Muslim child in mind because it has not only the Gregorian dates, but also the Hijri Islamic dates running alongside it. We also included in there um, outline maps, some timeline images that your children can cut out and stick in there and also book recommendations for Islamic history. And if you're interested in getting your hands on a copy of that or learning a little bit more about it, I will leave the links for that in the show notes as well. Whatever kind of timeline you have or book of centuries that you use with your children, you can put Isa in that book and then your child will see where does Isa come in the story of mankind. Where does Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, come? Where was Musa, alayhi salam? Where was my birthday? Where was my grandparents' birthday? You know, it makes it more relevant to them so they can understand their place in history and how all these pieces of the puzzle fit together. So as, as I mentioned a little bit earlier in this episode, part of our story of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was very much how he taught us about Isa, alayhi salam. He taught the Sahaba what the Prophet uh, Jesus looked like, some of his sayings. They he taught us his true story of his birth, about Maryam, alayhi salam. And throughout his seerah, we, we get references back to Jesus. So the night journey I mentioned, how he stopped in Bethlehem. Also, of course, when he reached Jerusalem, they prayed together in the mosque there where the prophet, peace be upon him, led the prayer. And Jesus was in the congregation. When the prophet Muhammad ascended through the heavens again, he met, he met Jesus as he ascended. Just like the Christians believe, we also believe that Jesus will return. And so because of that, I think another really interesting thing that you could bring into your children's learning is to show your children the a floor plan um, or some photographs or something of the mosque of the Prophet Muhammad in Medina. Show them photos of where the Prophet Muhammad is buried. And likewise, on that floor plan, on that photo, point out where Prophet Jesus will be buried after he returns. I'll leave a link of a place where you can have a look at a 3D map that your children might be interested in looking at. And it's a 3D map of the whole mosque of Medina. Um, and you can use that resource to teach them about this idea because it's always a risk. You know, just like there's a risk that children might believe in some of the Christian um, ideology, Christian beliefs around Prophet Jesus. There's also a risk that they might dismiss Prophet Jesus as something that's just for Christians. 
So by bringing in this aspect about how the Prophet Muhammad taught us about Jesus and how he's going to be actually buried alongside him in Medina, it, hopefully it will strike a chord with them. If you are personally lacking in confidence or knowledge in this topic yourself and you're a little bit hesitant on teaching your kids about it, then I encourage you to go and learn yourself. Uh, there's an institute called Rabata in America and they are putting on a, a series of lectures about Jesus and Mary and what the Prophet Muhammad taught us about them and their story. I believe it's free. I'll leave the link in the show notes if you want to join those sessions. But I, I would definitely encourage you to learn more and increase your own knowledge. But don't let that stop you either. Because as your children are learning, as you're listening to these audiobooks, you'll be picking up things as well. As you read stories together, as you do the map work, you, mama, are going to be learning just as your children learn. So don't let that stop you. Teaching your children the true story of Maryam alayhi salam, of Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. This, this is a way for your children to have confidence in themselves, have confidence in their beliefs, to stand up tall and be proud of who they are and confident in their Islamic identity. This festive period doesn't need to confuse them. When they see all kinds of things happening around them to their friends at school, to their neighbours, it doesn't need to be a source of anxiety for them because they know the truth and they're confident and, and certain in it. So give some of these things a go. Of course, you don't need to do all of them. Pick and choose what suits you and your family. Um, and I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope that uh, it serves you and your family well. Uh, please remember me in your du'as. Take care. Assalamu alaikum. Bye.